Hello, everybody. Hello. Um, welcome to episode nine. Yeah. This is episode oh, nine. Oh, shit. We've been doing this for a while. Yeah. So, we are here this week to talk about the holidays. Yeah, they're coming up. They're going to be here soon. So, yeah. um, so now how are we feeling? Eh. Uh, you know? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I, I feel like, <sighs> as I get older... Mm-hmm. Of course, this has to do with, like, you know, familial situations, and everybody's different, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I feel like forgetting, like, familial situations and the stress of the holidays and all that stuff, mm-hmm. the older you get, the less, the less exciting the holidays are. Yeah. They used to be like, oh, hell yeah, I get to decorate the tree, I get gifts from santa and now it's like oh my god i have 60 dollars in my bank account how am i getting gifts for all 370 of my aunts yeah you know what i mean yeah yeah i get that i understand why you would be concerned although my family's super like chill with with gifts and stuff like that i should probably clarify let's, let's talk about traditions yeah first um we'll get into the nitty gritty uh a little bit later um, let's talk about traditions. Um, what are your traditions for Thanksgiving? What do you do for Thanksgiving? Um, so in the past, it's been like a huge family get together. Mm-hmm. Um, in more recent years, it's gotten smaller. Yeah. Um, is no that matter- of COVID or just are people dying? No. no. <laughs> I was going to say no one's dying. That would be incorrect. Yeah. But like. It's just, you know, um, we're all getting older. Mm-hmm. Not all of us are kids anymore. Yeah. In the So right after me and my sisters, we have my one cousin who's like, oh, every time I, I talk about her age, I feel like she's like eight. But no, she's like 16. Yeah. Um, <laughs> when did that happen? And then we yeah. have the next youngest one. And the youngest of all of us mm-hmm. is seven, yeah. six or seven. So, all of us are older now, and the oldest ones are turning 30 this upcoming yeah. year, which is crazy. So, like, people are moving out. Who's back home for the holidays? Who's in college? Who just moved out of the state for a job? So, now it's just kind of, like, immediate family during mm-hmm. Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. But we still make sure to call each other, text each other. Yeah. Christmas is now, like, our huge yeah celebration like do you do christmas eve and christmas day or just christmas day just christmas day okay um christmas eve we kind of reserve for like um immediate family my family we don't really do much on christmas eve yeah uh we usually hole away in our own rooms and (laughs) do last minute gift wrapping okay yeah okay so, um, what we do for thanksgiving is normally we go to my grandma's uh, Mm -hmm. for thanksgiving um but uh, this year, um, my grandma's really upset about it. But it's just the it's just the best thing for us to do. Mm-hmm. Um, we are doing Thanksgiving uh, at my house. Yeah. Um, not with any of my aunts or mm-hmm. anything. Um, because my sister has been dating their girlfriend for a year and a half. Awesome. And um, we just thought that it would be a better idea mm-hmm. to do. And it's it's okay for me to, like, say this stuff because they don't even know I do a podcast. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't tell them because I don't want them yeah. to listen to it because I just want to be honest in my podcast. Yeah. So the only people that really know about the podcast are, like, people that I wanted to know about it. That's fair. Like, even when I post the episodes, I, like, keep people from, yeah. like, if I post them on Facebook, like, nobody looks at my YouTube channel unless I post a video link on Facebook. Yeah. So even when I post the video link on Facebook, I, like, you can, like, go through and, like, friends accept Mm-hmm. Like, all friends except, so I'll, like, pick yeah. who I don't want to know about the podcast. Yeah. Um, which is good, but, um, so, but anyway, um, my mom's side of the family, very homophobic, don't know my sister is mm-hmm. gay. Um, so, um, my sister's girlfriend goes to college at NYU. NYU? I don't know if it's NYU. It's a school in New York. Columbia, maybe? It's not Columbia. It's it's something else. I don't think it's NYU. It's not. It's some school that's like a name or something. But I honest, I honestly don't remember. Okay. It's a it's a it's a university. In, yeah. Um, or it's a college in New York. Cornell. I don't think it's Cornell. I can't remember. It's all right. Um, but basically, what we're doing this year is because my sister's girlfriend lives in Ohio. Mm-hmm. 
She doesn't want to go home for like three days. It's like a six hour. That's a hike. Like she doesn't want to go home and then come back. That's a hike. So she's coming to my house for Thanksgiving. That's awesome. And my grandma, who is a hundred, I have to give her credit. I have to give her credit because my sister came out to her. Uh And my grandma's response was like very confused as to why my sister was scared to tell her. Like, couldn't understand Aww. why she was so worried. Only, That's so sweet. The only, like, reservation she had was, like, when my sister was like, I'm dating somebody, it's a girl. My grandma was like, is she Catholic? <laughs> and my sister, that's an easy that lie. My... That's an easy lie. Yeah. So my you sister can really was like, yes, she's Catholic. Catholic. So they were like, yeah, she's Catholic. Um, so then they texted their girlfriend and they were like, Hey, you're Catholic now. Hey, just so you know, your girlfriend was like, yeah, no problem. Like I'm an atheist, but whatever. Yeah. It's very Um, easy to fake. Yes. Catholicism. Yes. So I have a story for you. Sorry. I just interrupted. So, um, we invited their girlfriend, um, to come for Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. And my grandma was like, you know, there's always room at the table. My grandma's not the problem. And we yeah, your grandmother were seems not, like a saint. we didn't think it would be respectful to my sister, their girlfriend, or my sister and their girlfriend's relationship, because they've been together for a year and a half, Yeah, to go to my grandma's for Thanksgiving and have my sister have to be like, this is my friend. Yeah, or you then be I mean? like, this is my girlfriend, and then have everything erupt yes. and, and put them yeah. and their girlfriend in a very uncomfortable situation. Yes. so we didn't want to do that. Yeah. You so guys are awesome. We're just doing, and my mom had already invited you to Thanksgiving. I know. I like, she. What do you do for Thanksgiving? Do you want to come for Thanksgiving? She walked up like, to me okay. with her turkey pan and was like, so it's settled. We're doing Thanksgiving. And then stared at me. And I was like, <laughs> oh, that's sick. I- <laughs> Bad news for you. Uh-huh. Um, she asked me what you do for th- Christmas Eve. I was- She's awesome. We always bring people. Yeah. Like, on my dad's side of the family, we're very um, close with like the cousins, uh, um, nieces, cousins, whatever, mm-hmm. um, turns 21, mm-hmm. the whole side of the family will go out for drinks. That's sick. So that's what we did. Yeah. And um, T-Bird was there. You know, mm-hmm. he was there because he, I've known T-Bird since I was very young. Yeah. Like, he's been in my family for a long time. He's definitely part of the family. He was mm-hmm. Daniel's best friend. You know, he's close with, like, people in my family. Yeah. Um, so... They a hundred percent are always like, bring your friends. I love bring that. Your friend. So, um, my mom wanted me to ask you if you were, were would want to come for dinner and dessert with my side of the yeah, family. Yeah, I'll definitely have to check with my dad. Yeah, for sure, absolutely. I was supposed to ask you. My mom was like, invite hey, her. I was like, okay. <laughs> I love your mom. Um, your family. She wanted so cool. me to invite you for Christmas Day too, but mm-hmm. she doesn't want to subject you to my mom's side of the family. <laughs> I appreciate um, that. I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so... Um, I'm putting my mic down for so two seconds you're good. to throw my hair up. Okay. So we're doing Thanksgiving at my house with just me, my parents, my sister, and their girlfriend. That's awesome. Um, which I thought would be better. Yeah. Um, because then there's no pretending that you're not together. There's no yeah. pressure. Yeah. You know, my aunt's not going to make some stupid comment to my sister about finding the right guy. You know, like, it's, yeah. it's just all that stuff. Icky. So, yeah, that's what we're doing for Thanksgiving, and then every year, so sorry about the noise. Christmas Eve is with my dad's side, mm-hmm. and we usually rotate houses. Um, but I'm pretty sure we're doing it at my house this year, mm-hmm. um, for several reasons. I'm pretty sure we're doing it at my house this year, um, mm-hmm. and then Christmas Day, mm-hmm. we typically go to my cousin's house. Mm-hmm. That's what we've been doing. It used to be at my house, but then my cousin got her own place and she wanted to be hosting. Yeah. Um, so now we go to her house. She lives in West Milford. Mm-hmm. Um, and we do all that. That's cool. So that's always uh, interesting. Um, holidays. And we were going to get into this. Mm-hmm. Um, you and I have very different experiences with holidays. Yes. What is your experience? First of all, you were going to say a story about faking Catholicism or something like that. Like, I was talking about oh, faking Catholicism um, and you just, were going to tell a story. It just reminded me, um, right after my mom passed, uh, one of her best friends, Seton, who I love. I love her. I love mm-hmm. her family. My mom has been friends with the same group of women mm-hmm. since, like, middle school. And yeah. these women have shaped me into the person I am today. They yeah. are just, oh, my God, mm-hmm. the best people in the world. Yeah. Um... 
Like, I consider them very close family. But yes. Seton's sister mm-hmm. um, decided to, you can, I don't, I don't know if you're aware of this, I'm sure you are, um, but you can dedicate masses to people who have passed away. Yes. Yeah, and you can. Yeah. So she dedicated one at, I can't remember the name of the church, so I'm not even going to try, uh, in Jersey City, which is the same place that my grandparents, Eileen and, and um, Dan, got mm-hmm. married. Mm-hmm. I believe my parents got married there. My mother and my father were baptized there. Like, nice. Yeah, like this is... Yeah. Yeah. The church. Yeah, there's a church like that in my family, but mm-hmm. ever since I converted to Methodism, like, I, yeah. I stopped going to that church because it was, like, very fire and brimstone Catholic. That's fair. That's fair. So, uh, continue. Um, and I was like, I have to go. She's yeah. dedicating a mass to my mom. Like, I have to go. It'll give me an excuse to give another day off. Mm-hmm. Um, because, like, I wasn't rushed back into going to work, but I felt like I had to because being at home was kind of, like... Yeah suffocating yeah and like i don't mean in like uh because of my family way like you know when you're in the place where you grew up and one person isn't there it's yeah it's a very unique experience that i wouldn't wish on my worst enemy but um (laughs) my wonderful partner adrian who i've talked about before Mm -hmm. um did not grow up with religion yeah is not religious in any way some people just don't yeah that's the way my sister's girlfriend is yeah they just she just didn't grow up with it. Like, yeah. it's not that they were, like, that her family was, like, no, religion. Like, they just, they just didn't do it. It just wasn't a it. thing. They yeah. just didn't do it. It just wasn't a thing. They weren't, like, don't believe in this. Yeah. They were just, like, they just didn't do it. Yeah. And at the beginning of our relationship, like, we had a conversation and he was, like, I don't ever want you to force me to go to church. Like, I respect your beliefs, but, like, that's not something yeah. I'm willing to do. Yeah. And we had that conversation and I was, like, I would never do that to you. He mm-hmm. found out this was in Jersey City, and he was like, all right, uh, next week I'm free on this day. I need to wear something nice, don't I? And I was like, what? And he was like, yeah. So we went, and he insisted on coming with me. Mm-hmm. Um, his choice, not mine. Mm-hmm. Although I'll, I will forever be grateful because I was a mess that day. Mm-hmm. Um, so he came to the church with me, and... <laughs> and you know how Catholic masses go where it's up, down, up, the down, up, down. <laughs> and so... Holy Father, <laughs> pray for us now at the hour of our death. I'm getting flashbacks. Oh, my God. <laughs> the Lamb of God. <laughs> Every time God we would get back God is my shepherd. Up, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Every time we would stand back up. He would sit there and just kind of look at me and be like, why are you standing? And I'd have to grab his elbow and be like, up. And this he'd be is like, what we, we do. were just up. Yeah. And I was like, just go with it. Just go with it's it. A, it's, a, it's a core workout. It really is. It's a core workout. And then we were kneeling and Catholic he was like, I don't want to kneel. And I was like, workout. get on your knees. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's Catholic what that reminded me of. Catholic mass, not Catholic math. Catholic mass <laughs> is a core workout. Yeah. It's like, you're up, you're down, you're up, you're down. You wanted to sit? Just kidding. Get back up. <laughs> yeah. Joke's on you. J- joke's on you. Joke's on you. And then uh, he was like, oh, I'm going to come up with you for communion. I was like, you can't. You can't. He was like, let me get up with you for communion. It's like, let no, me go with like, you. you're not baptized. And I was like. You can't. I was like, you can come with me, but you have to cross your arms. You're not allowed. You're not, you're allowed. not allowed. to come. You're not allowed to accept to the communion. To accept the communion. Which I think is dumb. Oh, I think yeah. If, I think if people, <laughs> like, decide later in life that yeah. they want to be Catholic, and, like, they shouldn't have to get baptized to be able well, to accept it's, communion. It's baptized, and then you have to get your communion. Yeah. So like, that's a whole other ceremony like, is, where. That's just dumb to me. Like, why do you make it so sacrament. hard? I mean, for me to be like why do you have to make it so hard for me to practice this religion yeah like why do i gotta do all this shit there are definitely some milestones it's like why do i have to do all this stuff <laughs> just let me eat the bread and drink the wine yeah legit and i don't remember if he ended up taking it or not because that entire day is like a, a blur but, but also <laughs> even if he did yeah who's gonna stop him who's gonna not be like place. who's gonna be like i'm sorry did you receive your first communion like Literally. nobody they're not like you don't yeah. it's not like when you get the covid vaccine you have a card <laughs> like it's not like they're like oh you got your communion on this date you were baptized at that like yeah they're they don't ask yeah, they're like, not like oh your file buddy <laughs> it's like it's not like they're doing like a facial scan to see yeah. who was baptized yeah. and who received their communion like it's yeah. like 
It's like nobody's gonna tell you not to. Legit. And then it's like, what is it? It, it and it's like, oh, I'm sinning. It's like yeah. I'm sinning by receiving. Well, there's also God. there's also like guidelines in certain religions. Yeah, it's like Catholic. I'm sorry. Am I sinning like, by receiving and praising God? I'm here, yeah. aren't I? Like, like I know somebody who won't take communion because she has kids with her boyfriend uh-huh. and they're not married. So she under, won't take so communion. she won't take communion because it's living in sin. Like they're strict about this stuff, which is. <laughs> insane to me because i went to catholic school for forever like i went to catholic school up until seventh grade and yeah. i was i was never taught like mm-hmm. you're not allowed to take me in i was taught like the basics the outline yeah but you know that anyway that's what that, that's what that you i've been living in sin my whole life literally me too and i've always taken communion no same that's crazy legit that's crazy um i think it's only specific religions like i i don't know that's i wasn't insane. taught that at catholic but school, also like but fire and brimstone catholics will will do that oh yeah like they will be like you can't take the communion because you're living in thin and you oh, yeah. don't deserve it and it's like oh, yeah. why are you gatekeeping catholicism why are you gatekeeping my religion yeah. like if i believe in god you should just be happy yeah you know what i mean yeah. like don't be like that's why like i do really like methodism because mm-hmm. nobody's telling me that I'm wrong in the mm-hmm. way that I'm living and that I'm wrong in the way that I'm praising God. Everybody's just kind of like, yeah, I'm glad you're here. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, it's very much That's like why I arms. definitely preferred Methodism because it's definitely, yeah. it's just, it's, there's not like the strictness of like Catholicism. Yeah. I it's definitely, a lot more relaxed. It's, it's a lot less yeah. criticizing. Yeah. I also think it depends on the Catholics. Like my, my mom's friends, they're all, at least I believe they're all Catholic and all yeah. of them are so chill. Mm-hmm. Like, they're so chill. Yeah. Like, super cool people. You yeah. know what I mean? But I also have, like, great aunts who were, like, tried and true. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, yeah, that's what that reminded me of. Yeah. It was him being, like, we have to get up again. We have again. to stand again? And I'd be, like, yeah. And him being, like, I don't know the song. What am I supposed to do? Yeah. And then, like, um, may peace be with you and you're shaking everybody's you're hands. You're shaking everybody's hands. Yeah. <laughs> he was, like, he's looking around. He's, like, what do I do? I was, like, shake my hand. And he was, like, we're dating. And I was, like, not under the eyes of the Catholic Church, buddy. Mm. May peace be with peace you. Peace be with you. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, under the eyes of the Catholic Church, you can't, a religion, you, in a, the a eyes of the Catholic isn't Church, a relationship yeah, until you're married in under the In the eyes sacrament. of the Catholic Church, you better stand very far away from me. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. That was, like, I had a conversation with my parents. Um, I have a very open relationship with my parents. Yeah. Which is sick. So, you know, I'm, cool a, I'm, I'm, I'm a sexual assault survivor. Mm-hmm. And I'm a sexual abuse survivor. Mm-hmm. Um, from my first relationship. And it was crazy to me because I, uh, I told my parents the first time me and Keith, my ex, um, slept together. Mm -hmm. I I told them about it because I was so conflicted about Mm -hmm. the fact that it had been a good experience because I assumed that because of what had happened to me um and i hadn't dated since Mm -hmm. that relationship ended and then he was my first relationship since then i assumed that it shouldn't be a good experience the Mm -hmm. first time i assumed it would be uh scarier and i assumed i wouldn't it would take me a while to feel safe um that wasn't the case Mm -hmm. the first time i had sex with keith the first time we had sex um I felt safe. I felt comfortable. Mm-hmm. I he was very good at making. I, I like honestly, like it sounds bad, but mm-hmm. like he doesn't listen to this podcast, so it's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> the best thing about our relationship mm-hmm. is the fact that I learned about healthy sex. Yeah, that's the that's best thing that came out of our relationship. That's not bad at all. That's really yeah. important. But you never want to say like the best thing about the relationship was the sex. But, yeah, like, but that's not what you're saying. That's not what I'm saying. You know what it's mean? that I learned a lot about healthy sex. Um, and so we were, we had, we had sex and he was great. Like Mm -hmm. he waited until I initiated it. Like Mm -hmm. I told him very early, like the way I was and he waited until I, like here are my boundaries. He waited until I initiated it. And I remember we were making out and I remember like saying to him, I was like, I think I want to have sex. And he was like, what? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, are you sure? Because I originally 
had said that I didn't know when I was going to be ready, but I assumed it would be around when we had been together for like five, six months. Mm -hmm. That was my assumption. I was ready two months into our relationship. Mm -hmm. That was way sooner than I thought I was going to be ready. Mm -hmm. But I felt safe with him. Yeah. So I said to him, I was like, I think I want to have sex. And he was like, Mm -hmm. okay. And he like panicked. And he was like, okay. And I was like, (laughs) so, um, so it was just, it was just really funny. And um, the whole time he was like, are you okay? Do you want to stop? How do you feel? We Mm -hmm. can stop. And it was funny because like we got into it and like after a while, um, I remember like saying to him, I remember like stopping him and him being like, what, what? And I was like, no, no, it's fine. I just like, I'm clearly enjoying this. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to keep asking if I want to stop. Please stop. I was like, it's okay. I was like, I, I I think we've reached past the like jumping off point i was like it's okay i will tell you if i need to stop you don't have to keep asking Mm -hmm. like i appreciate it but look at the way i'm responding to you like Mm -hmm. i'm clearly enjoying this yeah it's fine um and he was he was great about it and um you know like he told me what he was going to do before he did it and he was like taking it very slow um and it was great and i felt safe i didn't get triggered while we were doing it i felt Mm -hmm. fine and it was a very good experience for me. Mm-hmm. And that made me feel guilty. Yeah. That made me feel guilty. Mm-hmm. It made me feel guilty that the first time after my experience mm-hmm. um, wasn't more difficult for me. Uh-huh. Because then my brain was, did I overreact to what happened to me? Was I get that. It was like, you know, am I doing something wrong like Mm -hmm. is it bad that I enjoyed it because this had happened and was I not supposed to enjoy it because of what should it have been harder like am I by enjoying this the first time after my experience am I disrespecting Mm -hmm. other survivors Mm -hmm. who had a very difficult time the first time after their their experience Mm -hmm. and so I remember I went home and I was like in my head and we were eating dinner and my mom was like what is up Mm -hmm. like something is up with you and i was like i don't want you guys to get mad at me your mom can read people like a book yeah and they were like okay well what did you do Mm -hmm. and i was like i'm gonna be really honest with you guys and if you don't want me to talk about it we don't have to Mm -hmm. they were like okay i was like me and keith had sex and Mm -hmm. they were like oh okay we could talk about that yeah i was like really and i'm like yeah dinner conversation but to be fair i told them about my assault yeah and i told them about the abuse yeah so in their eyes like this was nothing compared to some of the stuff I had told them. Yeah. So we were sitting, we were sitting at the table and we were eating mm-hmm. dinner and my mom was like, how did you feel? And I was like, uh-huh. I felt safe. I felt fine. Yeah. And she was like, so what's the problem? I was like, <laughs> so why are you telling us I was this, like, babe? I feel like I wasn't supposed to enjoy it the first time. Mm-hmm. And my dad looked up from his spaghetti <laughs> and he looks at me and he goes, you want to know why people have sex so often? I was like, why? He goes, because you're supposed to enjoy it. <laughs> Your dad's like, freaking like, duh. It's supposed to be an enjoyable experience. And I remember being like, okay. <laughs> oh, all right. Um, and it was really funny because I remember like saying to them, like, are you guys like mad at me? Yeah. And I remember them I get that. And That's I remember fair. them saying like, why would we be mad at you? Yeah. And I was like, well, you know, like. And I don't know why. I remember saying to them, like, and this this was a conversation. I remember saying, like, I was worried that you guys would be upset that I was engaging in this before I married. Mm-hmm. And my dad was like, I don't think that's the expectation anymore. Yeah, He's like, I don't think that's the norm anymore. No, it's not. I don't think parents of this generation, or at least most parents, are expecting their kids to wait till marriage. Because yeah. I think it's kind of an outdated thing. Yeah. Maybe like diehard Catholics. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like it's not the expected thing that it used to be. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's not like taboo to be having sex before marriage. Yeah. I think it's much more accepted now. A hundred percent. And um, so I, and I remember we ended the conversation by my mom saying that the only reservation she has was she wanted to make sure that I had had safe sex. That's fair. I remember saying, yes, we use protection and I'm on birth control. So it was totally safe. Double whammy, baby. And my mom was like, that's great. Um, And then I jokingly, to like diffuse the tension, there wasn't really tension, but I felt like I needed to make a joke. You felt tense, yeah. I jokingly said, so am I a whore now? 
Like, jokingly. Yeah. And I was just expecting my mom to, like, roll her eyes, yeah. um, which she did. And without looking up from his meal, my dad went, depends, did you pay for it? Or he goes, did he pay for it? And I was like, <laughs> didn't look up. Didn't even look up at me. He was waiting for that He one. was, like, mid-spaghetti. Mid-spaghetti. And then he looks at me, he goes, what? And I was like, what? Do you think you're funny? And he was like, oh, yeah, I do. I, I do. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Um, but, like, it was funny because recently I had a conversation about that with my parents. Mm-hmm. I remember being like, I appreciate that you guys were so cool and we were sitting at dinner. I remember saying, like, I remember when I told them about being assaulted mm-hmm. and being abused that I was really scared that they were going to be mad at me for that for mm-hmm. two reasons. One, at the time, it felt like it was my fault, and mm-hmm. I thought that that's how they were going to see it. Yeah. And two, I had been sexual with a person before I was married. Yeah. And at that time, I hadn't met Keith yet, so I didn't know that they didn't care. Yeah. So I remember saying to my dad, I was like, yeah, like, you know, I was, like, concerned that you guys would be mad at me. And he was like, well, we're not hypocrites. And I went. Stop right there. And I went. Don't continue your sentence. And I went. What did you just say? And he was like, "Well, we're not hypocrites." And I was like, "I was like, did you guys have sex before you were married?" Michael, don't tell me more. And my dad was like, "You know, we were together for five years before we got married, right? Or like, I think before they got engaged, they were together for five years." Your mom was telling me, yeah. And I remember being like, "Yeah." And he was like, "Did you think we waited five years?" And I was like, "I never thought about it." And I was like, "But that's not what mom told me." And my dad turned and went, Jackie. Jackie! <laughs> and she was like, you were 14 when I told you that. And I was, like, I was like, okay. And I remember saying to my mom, I was like, interesting. And I was like, is that like when you told me that you and dad met in a restaurant? And she was like, well, that Jackie. wasn't a total lie. And I was like, you met in a bar that had a trough in the bathroom. In the men's room, there was a trough. There were peanut shells on the floor, and the bar smelled like piss. Yeah. And you told me you met in a restaurant. Yeah. And mom was like, "Shut up." <laughs> <laughs> so that was that was that was really funny. But I remember like having that experience and like having that conversation with them, and um, we do have that very uh, open relationship. Yeah. Which is nice. I don't remember how we got on this topic. Neither do I. We were talking about holidays. And we were then, talking about holidays, and then we were talking about and, Catholicism. And then you mentioned how your sister Jay's girlfriend is fake Catholic for fake Catholic, grandma. Yeah. And then I mentioned that I had a story. Mm-hmm. And you told and that story. I told that story about my boyfriend's first experience, and mm-hmm. probably my favorite. <laughs> my favorite experience in the church ever. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I feel like we do this a lot in episodes where we yeah. we have a whole conversation and then we backtrack and figure yeah. out how we got. But this on that is the topic. first time that we went from like holidays yeah, to at Thanksgiving. I spent time with my family to yeah. When I told my parents about, <laughs> um, I think we were talking about fire. I think we had been talking about Catholicism. Yeah, and I was saying fire and brimstone. Yeah, I think I, I think I was saying. Um, my parents were a little more chill. Yeah. Um, and I think we started that conversation with, like, the expectation of waiting till marriage. That's fair. Speaking of Catholicism, you should watch Midnight Mass. Oh, we were talking about um, living in sin. Oh, yeah. And I, I, we were talking about, <laughs> that about that and about, like, having premarital. And I, I remember I was, mm-hmm. I, and then I got on that topic. Okay. Yeah. That's so funny. This, I feel like we do that a lot in these oh, episodes yeah. where our ADHD would be like, how did we get here? Yeah. Um, which is really funny. You have told me I should watch Midnight Mass. So good. Um, trigger we were trying to talk like, about holidays. Trigger warning for, like, religious trauma. Yeah. I have, like, a that's super so intense funny. fear of death. Yeah. Especially oh, for that's someone, not funny. That's not what I was going to say. Especially for someone who's going into hospice work. Yeah. But, um... Um, that's uh, so, a super good chat. I think what I was going to say is that's so funny how, um, we were talking... I said, let's talk about holidays this episode, mm-hmm. and it turned into, let's talk about religion. Yeah. So, I guess this episode is talking about holidays and religion. Yeah. Did your family ever do Midnight Mass? I, you know, my mom went a couple of times mm-hmm. with my aunt. I never went. Neither did I. Um, 
I think because... So thankful for my mom for never dragging me to that. I think I never went to Midnight Mass because my mom would go with my aunt when I was, like, too young to be going to Midnight Mass. Families Um, who bring their baby babies to Midnight Mass, I'm like, what is wrong? And then the older I got, the further I started moving away from Catholicism. I get that, though. And um, I remember that the final nail in the coffin... That made me swear off Catholicism and made me try to figure out my religion Mm -hmm. because I would not go back to Catholicism, which I mean, ultimately did lead me to Methodism, which I'm so Mm -hmm. much, I'm so much happier with. Like I was never interested in Catholicism. Like CCD classes were a nightmare because it was just like, they didn't interpret the Bible. They told me what it said and then would like talk about what it said. And then they would like talk about like. You know, how, you know, sinners go to hell and, like, yeah. you know, like, God is going to punish the, the wicked and, like, stuff like that. I was very and lucky when I see And it was not something I show. identified with. I, uh, so, but now, like, in Methodism, I do Bible study every Thursday night. Yeah. Because I really, I think the only time I don't do, no, even when I have therapy, I do Bible study. Um, because I really enjoy the way Methodism talks about the Bible. Mm-hmm. Because it's not... Because I don't believe in hell. And I don't believe in a righteous God that will sentence the sinners to eternal damnation. Yeah, I think that's a little... Do you know what I mean? And that's a common thing religion. in Methodism is that people yeah. don't believe in that. Cool. People don't believe in hell. People don't believe in stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Or they believe in a more like merciful, loving God than like mm-hmm. a righteous God. Yeah. Um... So I've been going to Bible study because I like the way that the pastor that I go for talks about Catholicism or um, Methodism. Methodism. Talks about the Bible. Mm-hmm. I like the way he discusses it. He has a very progressive lens, and a lot of it is just like you know he he views things like we were talking about that passage that all the homophobes quote that is about like man shall not lie with man and stuff like that. Um, that's not what it says. Mm-hmm. It says man no, shall not, not lie with boy. Mm-hmm. And so people, historically, they weren't talking about homosexuality back then. Like, that wasn't like. That wasn't a, even a thing. That wasn't even really a thing. Yeah. Like, nobody was talking about that. So, like, in a historical context, it doesn't make sense. But then when you look at it, man shall not lie with boy. Mm-hmm. They're condemning pedophilia, which is a thing that should be condemned. 100% dog. And it's like they're not talking about. The gays. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like they're like, man shall not lie with boy. Kill the gays. Like, it's like, yeah, no, legit. don't be a fucking pedophile. Yeah. Which is a good freaking message. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think so that's, that's like, that's, something, that's something I take issue with, is yeah. that they always are like, oh, it's in the Bible. No, it's not. It's literally not. <laughs> and then it's like, you know, people will condemn, people in Catholicism will condemn, like, um, sex workers. Jesus used to kick it with the sex workers. Like, Jesus used to kick it with... Mary Magdalene was a Yeah, was a sex Jesus worker. used to... Canonically. Yeah, Jer- Jesus used to, like, kick it with the prostitutes. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, she washed his face. Yeah, and it's, up. it's funny because, like, people will say, like, oh, you know, women should, like, cover up and, like, you know, be modest and, like, stuff like that. Boo! And then in the Bible, when the men go to Jesus and they're like, Jesus, we're distracted by the women... Like, we, they're, we're looking at them, and they're, like, showing, and Jesus is like, okay, that's your fault. Take out your eyes. Literally. That's he's on like, you. Take out your eyes. Sorry, he's like, car He's like, just take out your eyes. That's yeah. your fault. If you are going to be so distracted by them, that's on you. Take out Here's your eyes. Here's an ice cream scooper, baby. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, uh, that's, that's why I prefer Methodism, because I just, I agree yeah. with the things they say more. But I remember, like, not being that interested in Catholicism. And I was moving further and further away because my beliefs didn't line up. Um, and I haven't told this to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But I had been friendly mm-hmm. with a priest mm-hmm. um, who, when I had been having my, you know, identity crisis and I was, you know, I'm queer, mm-hmm. um, was very accepting. Mm-hmm. And, you know, would often remind me that I couldn't get married in the Catholic Church, which upset me at the time um yeah that's fair but you know he was cool about it um other than that and then my cousin died yeah i know where this is going yeah and um priest man 
I lost my cousin to suicide. Yeah. And I took a couple months to, like, you know, knock it out of bed. And then I got in touch with this priest Mm -hmm. to try to get some advice. Yeah. And he kept telling me that I had to pray. And I'm being like, no, I know. Like, I know I have to pray for God to get like, me through this. Yeah, like I've and been I remember doing saying, that. Re- he was just, just keep praying. And I remember being like, no, I am praying. I'm praying for God to get me through this. And then I remember him being like, that's not what I'm telling you to pray for. I was like, then what are you telling me to pray for? Like, what you saying? And I like God? couldn't, I couldn't understand what he was implying. Yeah. I remember like he's implying something, but I don't know what he's trying to say. Yeah. I was like, can you just tell me like outright what you're trying to say? Because I'm not picking up. And it was over down. text, and I remember being like, I'm not picking up the vibe you're putting out. Like, I don't understand what you're trying to say to me. And he said, well, you need to pray for your cousin's soul. Mm-hmm. I remember being like, well, yeah. Like, no that's, shit, that's what dog. you do when people die. Yeah. And he was like, but you need to pray because your cousin is in hell. Mm-hmm. And I remember being like, what the fuck did you just say to me? Like, where do you get off? And he said, well, you need to pray for God to forgive your cousin and allow him into heaven. Mm -hmm. And I remember just being in shock and just staring at this message in front of me Mm -hmm. and being like, like what? Did he really just say that to me? And I remember being so hurt. Yeah. That he said that, and I had gone to him for guidance, and he turned it into, yeah, my cousin being in hell. Yeah, um, which is not true. No, at all. And I remember being so confused, and I said to him, I was like, "My cousin's already in heaven." It's like I'm yeah. telling you now, my cousin is in heaven. Yeah, and he He's was like, it. he was like, I understand that you want to believe that. <sighs> And he started typing his next message, and I blocked him. Catholics are so... And I never talked to him again. And apparently he's, like, a massive Trump supporter, so... It fits. But I remember being, like, I'm coming to you, telling you that my life has fallen apart. And you think that it's a good idea to tell me that my cousin, the nicest, kindest, best person I knew is in hell. And I remember just so firmly disagreeing with that and not having a shred of doubt in my mind that my cousin was in heaven. Um, I remember just being like, I can never go back to Catholicism. I think that kind of ties into a lot of really bad people masquerade themselves as Catholics. Yeah. Not because they want a religion to follow, not because they really are about community and love. Because yeah. those really are where, like, the core beliefs of Catholicism lie. Mm-hmm. Like, when I was in Catholic school, it was constantly being taught how, you know, we're all a big family and, like, you need to look out for one another and, yeah. you know, everybody was created equal and just be a good person. Mm-hmm. But a lot of bad people will masquerade themselves as as Catholics yeah. because it is a religion that involves the most control. Yeah. And so it's very easy for you to be like, oh, well, I can manipulate this into this. Like, I remember I was struggling with my religion a lot as an early teenager um, for reasons I won't get into. Yeah. But I, I would listen to this radio show every single night, and I don't remember what radio station it was on. Mm-hmm. And it was like, you know, we'll play, like, pop music, but also, like, we're going to read passages and, like, okay, inspirational stuff in between. And I was like, I really vibe with this. I really yeah, like cool. this. That's cool. I like this better than church. Like, you know, cool. Yeah. And I remember one night really struggling, and so I called the hotline that they were available with. And the person straight up said to me, well, if any of your friends aren't Catholic, mm-hmm. they're going to hell. And I was like, what do you mean? Whoa. And they were like, it doesn't matter if they believe in Jesus or God. If they're not Catholic, they're going, to they're going to hell. There's nothing you can do about it. I was 13. Yeah. And then she sent me a packet in the mail uh-huh. on converting my friends. Oh my God. And that was when I was like, yeah, maybe I'll just start practicing my religion like 
on the DL. Yeah. But also, like, I'm at the point now where, like, I don't really know what I am. Like, I know, I, I believe in the God, but, like, I don't really, I don't think about it too much. Yeah. You know? You know what I mean? Yeah. But, like, after that, I was, like... Well, if you ever wanted to... Then what's um, the point? If you wanted to come to Bible study with me and see if you, like, vibe with what he's yeah. saying. Like, you're I'm always welcome. open. Because Methodism... I felt the same way for a long time, and I feel like mm-hmm. you, you might enjoy Methodism. And that's not me yeah. being, like, pushing my religion on no, you. No, absolutely. You know what I mean? I, I crave, like, church and stuff less for a religious mm-hmm. sense. And for your own. And more of, like, it's nice to have a community. Yeah, come to Bible study with me. Okay. It's it's on Zoom. You can just come over. Okay, like, yeah. I'll be at my house. Yeah. It's on Thursday nights at 8 o'clock. Okay. Like, feel free to just come over. And we'll, okay. we'll, we could just, you could see if you like it. And if you do, um, he does Zoom chapel, chapel services mm-hmm. on Sunday nights. So if you wanted to, like, feel that out. If mm-hmm. you don't like it, it's all good. Okay, yeah. But just, I remember I wanted to try a bunch of different things. Mm-hmm. So if you want to, like, figure it out, like, you're free to okay. come here. I might Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, but, yeah, so that, that was what led me, that was the final nail that got me away from Catholicism. I don't blame you. And then I had a come to Jesus moment. Uh-huh. Um, I insisted that I was atheist after that happened. Yeah, that's but I traumatic. Wasn't. I 100% was not atheist. Yeah. I still believed in a god, and I still would have that thought in my head of, like, what would God think if I did this? Yeah. Um... So I knew I wasn't atheist, but I was mm-hmm. so against what had been taught to me and um, what had been said to me that I was, like, I, I claimed that I was atheist. Yeah. Um, but deep down, I knew that wasn't true. Yeah. So I started college, and I was on the campus watch list, which we've talked about. Yeah, we have. I was on the campus watch list. For a second, I thought what you meant by, I forgot what you meant by that, and I was immediately like, what crimes have you committed? No, no. Yeah. <laughs> my brain the went to, like, America. mental health. Well, yeah, but my, my yeah. brain went to America's most well, because Yeah, because freshman year, remember, I was very yeah. suicidal. You were not in a good place. Yeah, and later in the fall semester, I think it was closer to finals, mm-hmm. um, I think that's why he was there. He was uh, the pastor, Pastor Tim, PT. Love that PT. guy. PT. Love PT. Um, he was in the library, and I was sitting in the library. I was doing some homework, and I remember I kept looking over, and he kept, like, looking at me and just kind of, like, kind of, like, analytically looking at me. Yeah. And I remember just being, like, this guy knows who I am, and he knows I'm on the list. Like, I, that was my immediate thought. Yeah. Is this guy knows who I am, and he knows I'm on the list. So, he was there because he wanted to create a space. Mm-hmm. So, if anybody wanted to come mm-hmm. and say prayers for finals, mm-hmm. that they could go and they could pray with him. That's cool. And he was in the library because he knew that everybody knew where the library was and not everybody knows where his office is. So, he had, like, prayer hours where people could come and they could pray for, like, you know, finals and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was sitting... A table away, and then I was, like, sitting at the table, and I looked homeless because I hadn't showered in, like, two weeks, and I, I looked bad. Um, so he walks over to me, and he's like, hi, do you mind if I sit with you? Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right. <laughs> like, not friendly at all. Yeah. I remember being like, okay. Because also, he had the collar, so I knew who he was. Yeah. And I was like... I knew I went to a Methodist school. Mm-hmm. I didn't know the difference between Methodism and Catholicism yet. Yeah. So I was just kind of like, this Yahoo is going to come over here and he's going to be saying some shit I, I don't agree with and he's going to make me get up and leave the library. I was like, this guy's going to piss me off and I'm going to have to get up and I'm going to have to walk out. And I just want to study. And I remember like sitting there and he was like, so you're Ray, right? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, and he goes, you know... God was telling me I should come over and talk to you. And I was like, was it God or was it the watch list? And he was like, oh, you know about that? <laughs> yeah, it was the watch list. <laughs> and I, so he was funny. like, oh, you know about that? Yeah, it was the watch list. He was like, that's what I'm I so thought. I'm sorry for laughing. No, no, no. And he was like, no, I was like, that's what I thought. It was very, it was very funny. And he started laughing and he was like, um, so... You're on the watch list. And I'm like, oh, yeah, we've established this. And he's yeah. like, um, do you follow any religion? And mm-hmm. I was like, 
if you're going to tell me to pray the depression away, I'm going to smack you. <laughs> and I said that to him. And I was like, it'll be a sin. Isn't that the PT? I said, I was like, it'll be a sin, but I'll do it. And he could tell I was joking. Yeah. But he was like, have people told you to pray the depression away? And I was like, you would be surprised what people yeah. said. And he was like, no, that's like a medication thing. <gasps> I remember being like, an icon. You believe in medication? And being like, you don't? And I was like, no, I do. I'm on it. <laughs> You're like, it doesn't exist. I was like, it's not working, but I'm on it. Yeah, and I remember him we're being trying like, it. and I remember him being like, oh, your me- you don't think your medication's working? I was like, no. He was like, you should definitely talk to, do you have a psychiatrist? And I was like, yeah. He was like, talk to your psychiatrist. And that was the first priest that wasn't like, pray, pray, pray to be happy. And he was like, no, like 100%, go to your psychiatrist and raise your meds. Like, if yeah. you're feeling this bad, do it. And I remember being like, you're a priest, aren't you supposed to tell me to pray? And he was like, I'll tell you to pray, but that's not going to do shit if your meds aren't working. Yeah. And that was what he said word for word. That's important. He was like, that's not going to do shit if your meds aren't working. And I remember being like, okay, like, I'll listen to you. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, like, you just earned a little bit of respect. I was like, back. I'll listen to what you have to say. And he was like, um, uh, and then he asked me again, he was like, do, do, do you, what, but seriously, do you follow any religion? And I was like, I was raised Catholic, um, and I take issue with a lot of the things that Catholicism taught me. Mm-hmm. He goes, I take issue with a lot of the things Catholicism taught me. Hello, I'm Pastor Tim. Let's have a, cu- a chat. And I remember I being like, hi. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember being like, I just have a lot of issues with the way that Catholicism made me think about the world, wanted yeah. me to think about the world. He was like, oh, oh, we're the same person. And I yeah. remember, I was like, really? He was like, do you think I wanted to be a priest? Or a pastor? He was like, no, I didn't want to do that. I take issue with a lot of things with religion, but God was like, you're going to do this. And I was like, well, shit, because I got to do this now. Yeah. And I remember being like, this is the coolest dude ever. Yeah. He was like reluctant about the fact that he was a pastor. He was like, I didn't want to, but here I am. And I was yeah. like, this is oh my God. Funny. I was like, oh my God. So, so I just funny. remember like saying to him, I was like, you're very different from anything I've ever experienced before. And he was like, what do you know about Methodism? And I was like, nothing. Mm-hmm. He was like, all right, let me tell you about Methodism. And he was like telling me a little bit about like the, the kind of like, Not community, but kind of like the culture around Methodism and mm-hmm. like what, you know, like what his church does and how he runs a um, LGBT support group mm-hmm. at his church, the church that where he preaches. And I remember being mm-hmm. like, okay. And he was like telling me all about it. And I was like, I feel like you're like just trying to tell me what I want to hear. And he was like, no, like this is this is legit. Like this is this is why I'm a Methodist because mm-hmm. I feel like you and I think the same way. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my God. And he was like, so what was the final thing that took you away from Methodism? And I showed him my Catholicism text. I showed you mean uh, Catholicism, yeah. I didn't I don't mean to interrupt No 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 you're right you're clarity. right he was like what's the final thing that brought you away from Catholicism? Because I keep my brain I'm tired. Um, and I showed him my Daniel tattoo. I have a memorial tattoo. And I remember I said, my cousin died by suicide. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was told that he was in hell. And he went, oh, God. And I was like, yeah. yeah. And he was like, oh, my, how old are you? And I was like, I'm 19. And he was like, okay, who is this priest? Because I'm, 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 I'm about to get real mad. And I was like, mm-hmm. uh, wow, okay. Um, and I was like, so... Do you are you telling me that you disagree with this priest? And he was like, Yeah. <laughs> he was like, Is that not obvious? Like, yes, I disagree. Yeah. I remember being like, So where do you think my cousin is? And he was like, What was what 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 was your opinion of your cousin? I told him how great I thought Daniel was. Mm-hmm. Um, and not how I thought Daniel was, but great how Daniel was. Mm-hmm. And I remember him being like, Okay, so heaven. Boom, baby. And I remember being like Oh, I was like, well, what if he'd been a bad person? He goes, okay, purgatory and then heaven. And I was like, what? (laughs) And so that was my come to Jesus moment was talking to him and being like, you're so different from anything I've ever experienced. Not all religious folks. And then he was like, we, we talked about like the holidays and he was like, you know, it was going to be the first Christmas without Daniel, which is 
And he he, so he said to me, he was like, is it okay if we pray? He was like, I want to pray so you can get through this these holidays. Because it was like very close to the end of the semester. He's like, let's pray. Oh, God. Oh, dear. The video finished exporting, so it started playing the music. Oh, my Lanta. Um, but he was like, let's pray. And I was like, okay, let's pray. So we prayed. Mm-hmm. And it was the first time I had prayed in a very long time. And we prayed. And he was like, you know, let's pray for Ray to you know, be able to get through the holidays, pray for their family and, you know, get through it with grace and be there to support them and their loved ones and, you know, um, protect Daniel and your kingdom. And I remember being like, just listening to him pray and he'd close his eyes and I was just staring at him like, <laughs> oh my God. Like, who is this I was man? like, I just want to listen to you talk about God for hours. Mm-hmm. I was like, I just want you to, un- to, Help me unlearn everything I learned and, like, teach me what I want to know. Mm-hmm. Um, so then the semester ended, and in the spring semester, in the very limited time that we had in the spring semester, um, I was going to his services. He was doing pa- chapel services uh, once a week, and I would go, and I would sit in the pew, and I would pray, and that was when I found Methodism. Mm-hmm. And I started, I was listening to the things he was preaching. I remember it was, like, a legit service. Mm-hmm. And, like, like, a very legitimate service. Like, it wasn't, like, an informal thing. Like, it was a service. Yeah. And I was so excited to see that he was wearing a flannel and jeans. And that I was like, is iconic. I was like, the fact that he wasn't wearing, like, the robes, and it wasn't like he was my yeah. superior. Yeah. Like, I felt like his equal in that room. Which is so important. That had never happened to me before. I didn't feel like he was talking down to me. I felt like we were having a conversation. Yeah, there's definitely a, and that a, was a power crazy. level in yeah, Catholicism. That was very crazy. That, religion. that was insane. And we just talked f- after the service and he was like Mm -hmm. what did you think and i was like i love this yeah it's like everything you said and he was talking about like a merciful god and he was talking about like gospel readings Mm -hmm. and stuff like that and he was saying like you know um he mentioned you know what i've talked about how you should be god loving not god fearing and like stuff like that and i just remember like loving it um and then i took i kind of put religion aside for a while to focus on my mental health Mm -hmm. um during quarantine um and last year and then this year like i went and i talked to him and i was like i am confident that i'm a methodist i'm more confident than i've ever been in my religion Mm -hmm. i was like i know what i believe and i know that it's methodism and we were talking and he was like that's great um so i started going to bible study once a week and i started Mm -hmm. going to the chapel services and it's been great i love it i feel good about it you know i'm incorporating religion more i'm praying more Mm -hmm. um before dinner i've been having my family say grace with me you know like it's been great and it doesn't feel like i'm partaking in something that is hurting me yeah and it feels like something that's being a very positive thing and it's been great it's been very good good for you um it's been awesome it's really been awesome and i think my parents err more on the methodist side as well yeah um without even realizing it yeah i think because me and my sister are part of the community and because um They've seen the world change throughout their lives. Oh, yeah. My parents are boomers. They don't act like they're boomers. No, they don't. Yeah, you didn't the, even, you wouldn't even believe if I, no, if I told you, right? My parents first, are boomers. The, one of the 62 first? and 65. Really? 1962 and 1965. That's wow. the year they were born. Holy moly. My parents are boomers. Yeah. You would never guess my no, parents were No, one boomers. of the first things I ever heard Jackie say was you were having a conversation Oh my god, I think this was after the episode that we did with Danielle. Mm-hmm. And you were talking about the differing views with your mom's siblings. Mm-hmm. And she just... You wouldn't think she was paying a lick of attention. She's looking at her computer. Yeah, she was I hear work. from the corner of the room her just go, Yeah, well, I'm the liberal one, so they don't like me. <laughs> like, Jackie. <laughs> I was like, girl. Yeah. And I remember she's like annoyed mm-hmm. that her sisters think she's liberal because mm-hmm. she just thinks she's being a decent human being. Yeah, legit. Like she's like, I'm not Your trying mom to be like political. political at all. My mom's like, I'm not trying to be political. I'm just trying to be a decent human being. Yeah, literally. And I'm always like, oh my god. So it's like really funny that my parents are boomers because yeah. like my parents, will, people will be like, how old are your parents? They'll be like, my parents are boomers, and they're like, oh. And I'm like, no. 
Not like that. You don't know my parents. <laughs> I'm very lucky to have the parents Your I parents have. are chill. Even with the issues I've had with my mom growing up, you know, we're in such a different place than we were even two years ago. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, therapy's been great with us. And it's just like, I'm very lucky to have my parents. And I'm very lucky that they are the way they are. And they're so accepting. And I think just because they've seen the world change so much. Yeah. And I think because they, they're progressive people. Yeah. I think as the world started progressing, they went with it. I think they've been very good at keeping up with the times. Oh, yeah. And they've been very good at, you know, taking things they were taught growing up and adapting them to the way the world is now. Oh, yeah. They've been very good about that. Mm-hmm. And I'm very lucky to have them. So they're, they're, they're great. You yeah. would never guess they were no, boomers. No, you really wouldn't. You would never guess my parents were boomers. Yeah. You know, which is crazy, especially because, like, with the way my mom's sisters are. Mm -hmm. Like, it's crazy that, like, my grandma's not like that at all. My grandma's like my mom. Yeah. And it's crazy that my parents, my mom is so different from her sisters because she's nothing like them. Yeah. Um, But they do err more on the Methodist side because they are very accepting and they are very progressive and they do believe in the more merciful, like, forgiving, loving God. You know, Mm -hmm. my parents kind of see God the way, the same way I do, which is, like, not this great, I mean, yeah, great, but not this, like, omniscient being that sees everything you do and controls, you know, like, is playing chess with our lives. Yeah, literally. Like, we all kind of have, I explained that in my view of God, and my dad was like, yeah, that's that's what I kind of, you know, that's how I feel, Um, which is, it's just this kind of, like overseeing dad who like will forgive you when you make a mistake and i'll help you get back up when you fall and uh if you do start going the way he doesn't want you to do he'll like kind of intervene but that's the only time he'll intervene like you know we believe very greatly in free will and it's like he'll he'll intervene in like ways you wouldn't expect yeah like when i started questioning if i would be good at what i want to do we had a night outside the Chinese food place where I helped with crisis intervention. Yeah. And there was that. And then, you know, and he, I think there's little things or like putting somebody in your life. You're going to think this is really corny, Mm -hmm. but I was starting to be like, maybe I don't deserve to have good friends that like me the way I like them and treat and put in the same amount of effort. I've had very little luck with friends. Mm -hmm. And then we became friends. And now we have that relationship. That's very, mutual respect mutual oh, yeah. effort you know what i mean like yeah and i feel like i have the a very ideal friendship with you and oh, that's yeah. why you're my best friend yeah and i f- i feel like that was god being like here you go <laughs> it's <laughs> let like me toss oh yeah let me toss oh, you some oh you're feeling bad about the friendships you've had you've had a lot of crappy friendships here's a really good one like yeah. you know what i mean which like, is that's so funny because like you entered my life as more than just like an acquaintance like person i'm chill with yeah during a time where I was like, nobody understands what I'm going through. Because the people who did were either their situation was so different from mine mm-hmm. in their parental situation mm-hmm. that, you know, losing somebody that you're super close with, especially a parent, yeah. is um, life-changing, doesn't even cover it. Mm-hmm. Um, like, if I'm, a, if you would gotten close with me before that happened you'd be like who is this person sitting in front of me yeah um but i was like starting to resent everybody like i was just becoming this angry like person who was like nobody gets it like nobody gets it so why should i even try and the only person i was even remotely speaking to about it i wasn't even talking to my family about it the only person i was talking to about it was was my partner yeah and like He's never gone through the death of a parent. So, yeah. you know, I, I felt weird going to him and being like, bah, 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 here's all my problems. Yeah. Let me trauma dump onto you. It's not, yeah. it's not his responsibility. So you you were like, sup? And I was like, oh my God, the person who gets it. And you were like, oh my God, a friend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we were both like, oh wow, sick. This will work. It'll work. But I remember like saying to you, hey, um... I lost somebody very unexpectedly. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm here. I get it if you want to talk about that. Mm-hmm. And I remember us talking, and I remember you being like, 
like I'm not gonna get into it, but I had a complicated complicated relationship with her. Mm-hmm. I remember saying, "Oh, did I ever tell you about my relationship with my mom?" And I was like, "And how? It's, like, you know, she's still alive, but we have a complicated relationship too." Yeah. And I remember explaining that to you, and I remember like I think this was like one of the first times we hung out. We got coffee. Yeah. And we just kind of like trauma dumped. I and I just yeah. I just remember like sitting and you spoke for like 45 minutes, mm-hmm. and I just remember feeling so like pleased that you felt comfortable enough. Like yeah telling me everything that was going on with you and I remember like telling you about my relationship with my mom and I remember you being like I'm never like I remember you being like nobody gets it mm-hmm. and I remember being like well yeah like it's hard to understand a complicated relationship with a parent unless you've had mm-hmm. one and I remember you being like I I remember you telling me how much you appreciated that yeah. I told you that and I remember being like dude like it's it's yeah. all good like you know like you don't have to have a great relationship with your parents it can be complicated sometimes because yeah, right when my mom passed like I, I wouldn't now after like a lot of months of working on it I wouldn't mm-hmm. call the relationship I have with my mom complicated anymore mm-hmm. it was very much just like I was a teen with a lot of angst and she yeah. was just a very stressed out very tired yeah. lady yeah. at the end of her rope with my bullshit yeah which you know <laughs> I cannot blame her yeah but during that time like there it was the first year where I was like wow like I'm transitioning into this period of like I'm becoming like friends with my mom I enjoy hanging out with yeah her. and then all that happened yeah and I was like well fuck yeah no <laughs> thanks I remember, god I remember um we sat in a coffee shop for like two and a half hours just yeah. talking about our parents and I told you about all my feelings after I lost Daniel yeah. And I remember you told me about a lot how a lot of the feelings you were having after you lost your mom were kind of the same. Mm-hmm. And I just remember, like, leaving and going home that night. And my mom was like, how'd it go? And I remember being like, pretty sure I just hung out with my best friend. Yeah. Pretty sure she's going to be my best friend. I was like, if we keep hanging out, like, if this wasn't a one-time thing, I'm pretty sure we're going to be best friends. Oh, yeah. And then, like, two weeks later, you text me and you're like, do you want to get coffee? Mm-hmm. And I was like... Oh my god. <laughs> she reached out. <laughs> I remember like I was like I remember like it was like yeah. a girl waiting for a boy to call. Yeah. And I remember being like, Oh my god, she wants to get coffee. <laughs> I was like so excited. Because I was at a point where like I had just had so much I had so much garbage going on yeah. with my friends at school who were not I'm not friends with anymore. Mm-hmm. I remember there being so much drama. I remember like kinda saying to God, like, I just want one good friend. Yeah. Like my ho- friends from home, cool. I want one good friend who is a girl who understands because all the friends that I've been friends with that were girls have just given me garbage. I'm friends with, like, two people that I went to high school with that are girls. Yeah. And I remember being like, just give me one good friend who will be, like, that person, that, like, quirky best friend in the freaking like, 2010 movie. I just want that. And then we became friends. There I am. Yeah. And I, I just, I, I, it's very important to me that you understand how much I value you. I value you too. Yeah. Our, our friendship is very important to me. Yeah. Very good. It's a very, it's a big part of my life. Like, I'm, I, like, I do consider you family. I appreciate that. <laughs> Thank you. So, yeah. Um, so we've hit our limit. We started out this podcast talking about holiday traditions. And then we went right into religion. Yeah. Before we end this, I do just want to add in a little little tidbit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't have many, very many holiday traditions. Like, my family, like, we put up a village every year. Yeah. And, like, you know, that's whatever. Yeah. But every year around Christmas time, mm. we, <laughs> we give my dog a bell. She wears a jingle bell necklace. Aww. And every year after Thanksgiving, it's like she knows. Because mm-hmm. she'll sit where we keep it. And she'll just tippy tap until we put it on her. And That's she keeps cute. it on. She sleeps with it on the That's whole night. That's so cute. Isn't it adorable? That's adorable. <laughs> yeah. My dog has, uh, she's a big girl. She's a big lady. <laughs> um, who has a baby pink security blanket that my mom gave her so it's very important to her she's mm-hmm. made it very aware that that's her like sentimental mm-hmm. connection to my mom which is yeah. the cutest thing ever yeah and wears a jingle bell around her neck and for at least a day after we put it away 
she's so sad. Oh my god. We put it away after a little Christmas. Yeah. Like Irish Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. That's so cute. Yeah. I just wanted to end that on like a little positive That's adorable. So... Uh, yeah, I was expecting the, us to talk about holidays. I didn't realize yeah. we were gonna go so deep into the religion. Yeah, we like um, we like dove into that. That's okay. Yeah, it's all right. Okay, I think it's important to talk about that. Yeah. Yeah, you know, everybody has their issues with religion. I think it's it's important for people to know that it's okay to like take your time. Oh yeah. Like just because you were rela- you were raised one way doesn't mean you have to stay that way. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like it's okay to take issue with the things you were raised with and be like, I'm gonna do this different. Yeah, and for sure. Go to something else. Just because you were raised Catholic doesn't mean you have to stay Catholic. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and you're not going to hell if you change your mind. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. So. All right, guys. We will see you next week. Yeah, next week. Yeah. All right. Hell yeah. And uh, and then uh, after the end of this month, we'll talk all about the fun day we're going to have when I get my wisdom teeth out. Heck yeah. And I'm all loopy, and you have to make sure I don't fall out of bed. Oh, dear. Have a good day, you guys. <laughs> have a good one. <laughs>